We're here in the dugout. Um, it is opening day, and we are joined. Right now, see, we got to get you guys in here. We're, we're all set. Well, that, that's it. We are joined right now. This is kind of one of our annual features. We've got the owner of the Milwaukee Brewers, Mark Atanasio, and we've got Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre. Bob, I, I was just saying, you know, we, we know who really rates. Mark's been down here for 20 minutes waiting to go on the air. You just kind of wander in here, you know? <laughs> I was in the trainer's room uh, making sure that everybody was all right before... The start of game one today. No, I'm all set to go now, Jeff. I didn't know you guys were out here. <laughs> hey, hey, I got to tell you, I, I'm, what's this thing about being bit by a spider? I mean, you know, well, only he Bob was there, Uecker. and I was hungry, and I bit him. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know how it happened. I was changing a, a light bulb in the yard around the bush, and. Uh, I got bit by a brown recluse spider, and I didn't know it. It didn't feel bad. It didn't hurt. Uh, but the next next couple of days proved to be very eventful. <laughs> um, it's like flesh eating, right? Yeah, it. it uh, huh. That's 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 what happened. And I would I think, fourth, I would think fourth day. Fourth day, I went to see the doctor, and as as soon as I walked in his office, um, he told me. That's a brown recluse spider bite. I didn't know what it was. Wow. And they sent me up to the uh, the Mayo Clinic, and they did surgery, and <laughs> five weeks later, everything is perfect. Everything is good. <laughs> See, Mark, I would have thought he had people to change light bulbs and stuff. <laughs> you, know? you know, I was going to say that was going through my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? You <laughs> What? <laughs> well, when I plugged the extension cord in, I had to walk another hundred yards to get to the light. And so you know, it's part of my exercise program. <laughs> no, it was just a a freaky accident. As a matter of fact, there was a uh, photographer that was at the ballpark. Matter of fact, working with a number of our guys, uh, our writers, who got bit twice. Wow. This spring. Oh, got really? Bit twice. Yes, he got bit on the back Ooh. and on the arm. Out of a out of a box of clothing that had been mailed to him. Wow. Huh. Spiders. They were full of spiders, matter of fact. Wow. So, at least I was better than him. <laughs> well, it, it's opening day, Mark. You know, um, we've talked over the last couple of years about the, the, the idea of rebuilding. This process has gone... I'm sure as quickly as you hope, but maybe faster than you, you thought, huh? Well, yeah, we didn't, you know, we never put a timetable on it. And, I, you know, one of the reasons you don't put timetables on things, when we opportunity to move quicker, you know, we we did, right? It wasn't like, well, gee, I don't know, what do you think? Listen, there were some folks who were suggesting, not, not in our organization, that after last year we could maybe uh, bring in some more younger talent. You know, some of the guys who perform well, we could move for more prospects. And, you know, they don't, I've said this before, and I don't mean to be trite, they don't hang a ban- banner in the outfield for, you know, top Baseball America prospect team. You right. Know? So, uh, you know, David saw some opportunities, and it, it all came together. It Very interesting that uh, Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Cain came together literally on the same day. Well, I think that also says something about Milwaukee, your ownership, and the enthusiasm that you can uh, attract players like a Lorenzo Cain, for example. We had a little bit of an advantage with Lowe because he grew up in the organization. In fact, uh, well, you could call it advantage or disadvantage. Eddie Cedar was his first manager. <laughs> I told I called Eddie during the process. That the, the pressure's on you, Eddie. <laughs> it's your fault. We can't get Lowe back. But, 
Yeah, look, I think a lot of the, the, the team is is known as uh, you know a fun team, and uh, it's helped us recruit recruit players. Uh, Stephen Vogt uh, helped us with Lorenzo. They have the, the same agent, and everybody you know he was in a different leagues, so he didn't see it. But with some of the National League guys we talked to, to including Christian, after we trade for him. But they're excited to come here because the, the guys have fun. And you can see, of course, uh, you win three games, you have fun. But you can see the dugout in San Diego. We, the owner's seats are right. You can look in the dugout. These guys are having fun doing it. Well, you know, the other thing that just strikes me as being outsider is is what a decent bunch of guys these are. I mean, these, these are good young players um, with some seasoned veterans who just seem to enjoy themselves. And the guy that, that Mark talked about just a moment ago, Christian Yellich, uh, the first time, I mean, I knew him before. And uh, the first opportunity I had was at the on-deck event, and he was on the airplane when Mark brought us all up to Milwaukee for the event, and sitting there for three and a half hours, didn't say very much, you know, he's a very laid-back, quiet kind of guy, and uh, the event, same thing, he had a great time at the event, now we get on the airplane to go back, and he's the same guy that... We brought up there, you know, not talking very much, very low-key kind of a guy, but um, one of those guys that you take a liking to right away, not only because he's he's good at what he does, for one thing, he's a heck of a player, he's got speed, uh, you know, he can run, he hits with power, he's going to hit for average, but he's a guy that looks like he really, really enjoys the game and enjoys coming here. I mean, the, the, our clubhouse that, that they put together here, Talking about David and Matt and Mark, um, I don't. I don't think there's, you know, I don't think you have room to tolerate people who are bad guys because I don't care if they're a good player or not. If they're a bad person, they have enough people here where you don't have to put up with that kind of stuff, and and that's part of the, you know, that's the bottom line for for any club. Why, why have to put up with something if they don't like being here um, or being any place wherever they are? If they don't like that, well, that's an easy thing to, to well, remedy. And I would imagine over a 162-game season, it, that could really be wearing if you've got the one or two guys that are difficult um, on everybody. Well, you know, I don't care what the club is, Jeff. Um, every day is not a great day throughout the course of a 162-game season or even going into spring training. I mean, the spring training part of it, a lot of guys didn't know where they were going, right? A lot of guys had a chance to be here. And up until the last day, those were all sweat days for these guys. Not so much for the player itself, you know, but for the family. I mean, you don't know where your family going, your kids going. You don't know where they're going. Yeah, some of the wives, they're packing bed, literally for two different destinations. Yep. And um, that's part of the game that you know the fans don't all see that we we all see travel with the club. Well, well, Mark, I was um, I was reading Baseball Prospectus about like 600 pages, and they were doing the, the segment on the Brewers, and they said last year when you addressed the team at spring training, it, it kind of described you as the, this owner who really you know low key but really really wants to win, and and it said well you, you had a really sort of terse message to the team where you essentially said don't screw this up except you didn't <laughs> use that word. <laughs> this is this TMJ now. Yeah, this isn't cable. Yeah, you can use. So I, I was kind of wondering. I mean, what was your message this year to the team so this year uh you know we try to elevate things a little so i use the latin term uh, carpe diem which is literally translated means seize the day right but i told them they could translate it as don't you know, <laughs> mess it up don't, don't mess it up i use bifurcate which means don't survive. <laughs> 
<laughs> tell, you, tell you what, guys, can I get you hanging around for one more segment? Yeah, absolutely. All right, good sure. enough. We're going to take a very quick break. Welcome back. We are live opening day 2018 in the dugout. Uh, it, it is, it's kind of like old home week. It is so very cool here. Joined by Mr. Baseball Bob Uecker, Mark Atanasio, and a cast of thousands. Mark, I mean, kind of you're seeing all the friends. Yeah, Joe Torres here. Uh, Joe runs all the on-field activities for Major League Baseball. And uh, delighted he's joining us for opening. My wife, Debbie's here. I'm talking to Joe. It's always a lot of fun. Council just came out. It's all good. Hey, Mark. Um, obviously, you opened up the checkbook this year, spent a little bit of dough to bring in some quality players. Um, I, I know you've never been hesitant if there's another opportunity that presents itself during the course of the year to maybe explore that. You know, it's interesting. David, uh, and David knows that, and he's trying to, like, Keep me <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. It's really something nice to know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, one of the things we, we did this free agent season, we had a little discipline in some of our bidding because we wanted to keep our powder dry for midseason. You know, and if you think about it, midseason, you, uh, you're paying basically for a third of the season, so you can take on some big contracts. And uh, well, we'll see what happens. We hope we're in position to want to do that. So the message is in it to win it to the fans, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, we're, listen, we're always in it to win it. Just this year we have more more opportunity, I think, to make that happen. Yeah, I, you know, even going back to last year, Jeff, and, you know, disappointing to a certain point, but Mark and I were talking after the Saturday game in St. Louis last year and about... You know, losing, and now it's got to be next year. And we both agreed, though. I, I said, Mark, you know, back in June of this year, we were we right. were talking right. about 18 or 19. Do you remember that? And here they are. They're, yeah, they're 19 in it. They're and right, yeah, right. they're in it right now. And we're still in it up until that final series in St. Louis, you know. So, I mean, you can't be, you can never be disappointed in what happened last year. But certainly now with with the changes that have been made and watching Craig, you know, maneuver mm-hmm. and try to keep everybody happy for right. one thing, that's that's the other thing. But to watch all of this stuff happen, you know, each and every day. Um, here we are, you know, home opener now, and there's going to be a lot of changes. And, and the game, you know, the game of baseball has really changed. Not the game itself, but... The way we play the game today is all different. I mean, the way we play defenses, the, the way we switch it, it. It's not like years ago where all of that stuff, innings pitch, that was right. predicated your contract, right? Right. So you work 275 innings, 300 innings. That's that's what those guys did way back when. And guys had played 150, well, 54 games at that time. You played every game of the year. You didn't, you, you didn't, you didn't want a day off. That's that's not the way we play the game anymore today. It's it's totally different. Where you know, if you got a veteran player, maybe you got to give him a little time off once in a while. Some guys don't want time off. I remember Prince Fielder. Ken Maka told me one day that he was going to give Prince a day off. I said, "Did you tell him?" He said, "Not yet." Said, don't, because you might lose your head. And that he, he played. You know, yeah, Prince, Prince didn't Prince, want to. We, we no. were up one game like ten two, and he Maka wanted. Yeah. Prince didn't want to come out. Really? No. Yeah. No. Wow. Hey, speaking of changes, one of the things they've done in an effort to potentially speed up the game: mound visits. How do you feel about that, Mister Uecker? I um, you know, I. There, there's so many other things. Why were why were the games not as long years ago? They did the same stuff. You know, they went out to the mound and did all 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 the things that they do now. 
We did that a long time ago, but the games didn't last this long. I don't know why. Um, I don't. I think it's a good idea to a certain extent. Right. But when when catchers, everybody today is fearful, Jeff. But you're picking up the signs. As soon as you get a runner at second base, everybody's up, they're getting the signs, right? So you're, you're going to walk out there and change the signs, do whatever you have to do. That's that's part of the, the delay time. Right. Um, right. And, is, and was doing that. What's different, though, now with video cameras for replay in the clubhouse, the concern is that somebody's in the clubhouse exactly. watching. Exactly. Right. And then you got a Apple Watch, <laughs> and you can send a signal, and and so they're you know. Would, play, to would, would teams really do that, Mark? No team. Well, we, <laughs> We, 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 I mean, it's, no. <laughs> Come on. But it, you know what, Jeff? It, it's so easy. There's only so many signs you can use, right? Right. I mean, there's only so many signs you can use for a pitcher. Otherwise, a guy is going to get confused. I mean, you give him too many signs to think about. I mean, it's awful. It really is. Mm-hmm. And then you get confused yourself. The catcher, you know. I mean, you're, you're to that point. What did I put down? Did I put you down? realize you're being photobombed by Mr. Tory there. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. We were, we were, we were roommates. The catching tandem. Back in Atlanta. He, 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 who's, the, who's the guy? The Pirates had a guy, Smokey Burgess. He put his his fingers actually touched the dirt. Everybody in the ballpark could see the signs he was putting down. There could be seven guys at second base. He was still using one sign. Remember, Smokey Burgess. But that, that's the way it was back then. They they and and today's game. I'm glad I'm not playing today where we have this four finger rule, you know, four and the guy goes to first base, it would be my turn to hit and the manager will hold up three. <laughs> He'll just stay here, strike out, strike out. On that note, gentlemen, it is. I look forward to this every year. It's always a pleasure. Bob Uecker, Mark Ratnazio, have a great year, guys. I think it's going to be super. Thank Thanks, you, Jeff. Jeff. Thank right. you.